Gen Leadership Podcast. The true man is revealed in difficult times. So when trouble comes, think of yourself as a wrestler whom God, like a trainer, has paired with a tough young buck. But for what purpose? To turn you into an Olympic class material. Thank you for tuning in to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. My name is Nolan Schoenfeld, alongside my co-host Jake Peach. Uh, you know, welcome to the show again, Jake. It's been it's been too long since we've done one of these. Nolan, it's been a couple of weeks, and I am jazzed to be here <laughs> and uh, just have a really good conversation with 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 yourself, and hopefully connect with some with some of our viewers again. Yeah, and for our listeners who haven't tuned in in a while, a lot of our latest episodes have been interviews uh, related to baseball players who have had similar experiences as us. One of my goals on the show is to find perspectives from people who have had very difficult stories or have had really cool stories, and that result has turned into something amazing. I've had a lot of great responses. Um, Last episode, we had a Milwaukee Brewer on the show and uh, a Washington Nationals player. Uh, we've done interviews with college players and such. Uh, it, it's hard to post all of them at once, but eventually I'm going to get to that point where I can get them all out and, and distributed to the public. Uh, but great stories that we're telling. But Jake and I want to get back on here and talk about a topic that we feel very, very uh, passionate about. And it's this idea of not giving up an at-bat. And the idea of not giving up an at-bat uh, today is what we're going to focus on, but this can relate to life, this can relate to your job, whatever it may be. Uh, Jake, do you want to start us off and get us talking about a little bit why we, we wanted to talk about this topic and what it means to you? For sure, Nolan, and I think this this topic is still a little bit touchy to me t- to this day. Um, I has been a little over three years since I've been a college athlete, and I honestly probably still think about giving away at bats on a weekly basis. As Nolan said, this can be taken in many different directions, whether it's athletics, professionally, personally, socially, whatever that may be. Um, but the idea as a Division three athlete, you get four seasons. Sounds like a long time to be able to play. But when you break down the number of games and at-bats, it's actually about one major league baseball season. It's about 162 games if you break it down into four years. And the idea that, hey, some days you're feeling well. Some days you're up by 10. Some days you're down by 10. You may already be 4 for 4. You may be 5 for 5. Maybe 0 for 4. Um, but the idea that you really never know when that last at-bat may be, and when you close the yearbook or close your college athletic career, to say it in simple terms, can you literally look back and say, you know what, I wish when we were playing St. Olaf and we were up by eight runs, and you know what, I wasn't as focused as what I was when it was the second inning tie ball game, two nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look back and be like, wow, you know what, I probably gave away 30, 40, 50 at-bats during my season or during my career because the, 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 the circumstances at a certain time wasn't as heated or didn't um, have, I didn't have to have as much focus in my thought, but in all reality, I should take every single at-bat as if it was the same exact at-bat. Yeah, and that's the that's the message of what we're trying to get across today. Don't take a grant. Take, don't take things for granted, especially. Um, the idea of not giving up at bat to me means that 
you are going out there every single time with complete focus on what you're doing, um, whether that's your work, whether that is your college or high school baseball game, whether that is a professional at bat. It is your job and your duty to do one thing at a time. And in order for you to be successful at anything, you have to be focused on that exact task. I find my, I struggle the most with the idea of creating for myself when I try to do multiple things at once. And we've had conversations about this in the past, but I wanted to bring that up again because when I was at the plate having good at bats, it was because all I was trying to do was get on base. And that was all I was thinking about. That at bat wasn't the one before, wasn't after. I find that a lot of young kids and a lot of even young professionals in the world try to focus on too much at once in order to accomplish something that they think they can't achieve. And the idea of trying to um, be successful 10 years down the road today is an impossible idea. Okay, and, and I'll explain that in some sense here. But th the idea that I'm trying to create for myself takes a lot of time to get good at something. And that is where people run into problems is they think they're better than they are or they think they thought they should have gotten a hit and then that leads to something else. Uh, from a mental side of things, they struggle with those ideas of trying to create uh, some sort of perceived success at the end of the game before they even have gotten to it. And again, getting back to it a little bit, the idea of us trying to grow uh, as a human being, we need to focus on the present moment and being uh, within ourselves, especially when playing the game of baseball. And just piggybacking off that, Nolan, and, and at least in my experience, and I'm, I'm sure you probably have similar experiences as well, it's easy to let the um, external factors dictate your mindset, dictate your energy level, dictate your, your confidence level. As I mentioned, it's easy to be up 8 nothing and mess around and not go through your typical pre-at-bat routine. Or in your situation when you're talking about trying to progress yourself and where, where you want to be in 10 years, you're letting this external factor of, 10 years dictate how focused you are or how determined you are today because in all reality you only have the 24 hours that may 12th is bringing you today so what jake what what did you do to learn uh how to be better at this task and this idea going through it man going through it um i think once i matured um, my first two years at college um, i was probably there thinking that what i was doing was enough and I know without a hesitation that I gave away many, many, many at-bats my freshman and my sophomore year. And it was me really just looking back at my career or my first two seasons once those first two seasons were over and looking back on how I could take the next step. And I realized it that I wasn't as mentally bought into every single at-bat that I really should have been. And I just had a complete mental switch my last two years. I honestly almost feel myself kind of running into the same thing now as a, as a young professional. And what I kind of mean by that is, let's put in a baseball aspect of certain drills that we did. I know Nolan can think of like an angle drill. I was fortunate enough to um, just be good enough to succeed at the drill, and that was to hit the ball back up the middle. But even though I had really poor mechanics at times and it was lazy, and the coaches were watching, I could be successful because I could just guide the ball back up the middle. And everyone's like, wow, Jake's doing a good job at doing the drill correctly. And now transitioning into the professional realm, I catch myself sometimes like not prepping enough or not um, being as focused as I should be because I can just do these certain things 
better than a lot of people can. And I catch myself just not being completely bought into my task, as you were talking about earlier, Nolan, because I've just been fortunate enough to um, find skills that I'm good at and just run with. The uh, I saw a tweet the other day from Dr. Josh Heenan. He's yeah, good. I like him. Yeah, he's got a lot of good points. And back when I was in high school and college, he wasn't very viral. Now Nowadays, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers or something like that. He said his uh, short-sighted athlete progression, teenage years, quotes, I don't have time to train. 20s, I don't make enough to save for retirement. 30s, I don't make enough for... St- I don't, I don't make enough to save for my kid's college fund. 40s, I was overlooked as an athlete. 50s, I won't make enough to succeed or retire at in my 50s. So the short-sighted athlete progression is the idea of not giving away an at-bat in, in kind of this, you know, kind of grand scheme of things, I guess. Um, this spoke to me because I work in money, and, and I, I see too many people nowadays not picturing – uh, what it would look like for them to be able to retire at 50 years old, uh, 60 years old, uh, even 40 years old. Everybody has different uh, goals once they get out of college. Everybody has different motivations as to how they can save or why they can save. But especially when it comes to money, um, I see too many people, especially our generation, thinking, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, oh, I'll complete it. You know, I'll save a little bit extra down the road. Where this idea then going back into baseball oh, I'll, I'll go take extra swings tomorrow, or, oh, I'll, I'll get the next one. Like, you have to be so present, in, especially in a game, and, and that at-bat, that y- you can't realize that there's another at-bat coming. Because I, I think about this experience that we're going through right now, especially with our teammates that have gotten their season cut out from underneath us, they didn't realize it was their last at-bat. They didn't realize that they would never get to pick up a baseball bat and put on a jersey again and play the game. Because that was it. And what if, what if you look back and, and you say, my last at-bat, I didn't give everything I had. For a lot of athletes, that's the case. For a lot of reti- people in their retirement days, that's the case. They look at it and say, I don't have enough. Or I, don't, I didn't give everything I had. And that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear, I think, talking out loud and saying that, I don't want to look back on, on this world and say, I didn't do enough to put myself in the best situation possible. Now, Jake, I know you talk a lot about that uh, when you and I are having conversations too. But for me, the only way I know how to do that is go with the flow, be in the present, enjoy what I'm doing, and just allow myself to be uh, happy with what I have and not, and not stress about that. You know what I mean by that? Yes, and... First of all, you just gave me goosebumps when you said they didn't know that that was going to be their last at-bat. And I think that should speak to everybody because I don't wish that upon anybody ever in this world just to have something taken like that, right. especially a, a four-year degree going to going to school to play baseball and having a whole year, whole season gone. And I think just by me getting goosebumps just kind of speaks to, to, the, to the volume of this conversation, first of all, Nolan. Um, but yes, I do completely understand and I can say that hey I knew hypothetically in the moment when my last at bat was coming when my last game was coming because we were four or five games out of the playoffs and we weren't going to make the playoffs so we we knew that this the Saturday May 7th 2017 was gonna be my last game and I know that I kind of just let go finally I just kind of let go of the rope I enjoyed myself more than ever 
Um, I know that the last game of my career, I probably had two or three doubles. Like, I just had fun, as you said, lived in the moment, and just kind of let go of the I can't, I don't have time, I don't want to, what ifs, and really just played the game because, one, I love the game, two, I love being a teammate to other players, and three, I was, I had a good career and I loved every second of it, even though I think I could have enjoyed it more. Do you remember your last at-bat? Yes, 100%. What? I remember like it was yesterday. What happened? <laughs> this is, it's, so I, I think I was up 2-0, and I literally took a 2-0 fastball right down the middle, and I, as you know, like, <laughs> I always, like, clean off my cleats, so that, like, that, that's kind of like my, like, yeah. wipe it off mechanism of, like, move on everyone, I mean, we can talk about kind of clearing mechanisms later. Um, but I remember taking a 2-0 fastball just straight down the middle, and I cl- cleaned off my cleats, and I literally thought I broke my toe because I was so <laughs> mad at myself that I gave away, the topic gave away my the best pitch of the whole season, my last at-bat. And you know what? I was, I was fortunate enough to have this clear mechanism, move on, and the very next pitch just hit a double in, in the left field um, gap. That's awesome. For me, man, it was uh, it was at Bethany Lutheran. Um, well, my last technical at bat was with the Saints. I struck out, but like in college, I just remember this one a little bit better. Uh, maybe I want to remember it better. Uh, my last ever at bat in life, I struck out, but hey, life goes on, right? Uh, Bethany Lutheran. Uh, it was actually my second to last at bat. I was thinking in my head, this is the last time I'm ever gonna hit get to hit a baseball. Um, and, and sure enough, I get walked on four straight pitches. I was pissed off. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is, there's no way this is going to be my last at-bat. I end up getting another chance. We, we somehow came back and tied the game and getting another at-bat. And I was 0 for 4 on the day. And I was trying so hard to get a hit. Like, I needed that to get to 50 on the season. Like, that was my goal is to get 50 hits in a season. It's a big goal to get to 50. It's it not was. easy, man. I had 40. I, well, I technically had easy. 49 or 50 hits on the season. I, I knew I needed one more. Um, and I didn't, like, check, and I didn't I didn't know exactly. But I was like, I'm damn close. Just get one hit and see if it works, right? So I go through this, this at-bat, and I get down 0-2. And I'm like, Here in, we my, go in my head, I'm like, shit, okay, like, I'm down 0-2 already. I battle it back, you know, foul off a couple pitches, get it to 3-2. and two. And I remember the next pitch, he just kept throwing me sliders. And I'm like, all right, the slider's coming, slider's coming, slider's coming. And he bounces a slider. And I, I was so anxious to swing at it, I ended up swinging at it. But it bounced two feet in front of the plate, bounced up and hit my bat and fouled off. And no I, way. I turned around to coach, and he just laughs at me. Like, I literally looked to the dugout, and he was just like, I don't even know how you hit that. Like, I, I literally <laughs> closed my eyes, and I, I somehow made contact with it. And I was so pissed off, I thought, okay, well, well, now I know he has me down, and he knows he thinks he can throw another slider to me. And, of course, I, that's, I see that pitch coming, and I base it up the middle, um, and I got to first base with like just this sigh of relief and knowing that was my last at-bat. Uh, that idea, like I battled every single second during that at-bat, and that was the end, made me so happy. It, you know, 50 hits on the season was great, 51, whatever I had. That's cool. But the, uh, when I look back on it, I will always remember that moment especially. And I won't have any regrets. Like That's not something that I'm ever going to bring up in a story. Like I'm not going to talk to people about those things. But at the same time, like, 
that's a cool story for me to always remember and realize the opportunities that I've created for myself because I've never given up on things. I've failed on so many things, so I'm never going to give up on it. You know, I've gotten down 0-2 and battled my way back in life. Um, one of the best things, kind of shifting a little bit here, the best things that I've ever heard is if you're ever if you're ever taking for granted life, I'm just going to send you an old people's home. And you can just sit in that old people's home and listen to the stories and listen to the regrets that other people have in their life and things that they wish they would have done. You will come out of that place thinking so much differently about life and the way you approach it after hearing somebody who's been alive for 80, 90 plus years and understanding what they've been through and understanding all the crazy things that have happened in their life and realizing that at a young age has put me into a better position than anybody else I can think of. Hopefully... You never have to deal with challenging things, but we all know that they're going to happen, right? We all know that things in our life are going to be difficult. So how do you, how do you take advantage of that? And we use the baseball example of not giving up an at bat. You have to realize how important it is to not take advantage of any single opportunity you are given. 100%. I think reeling it back in a little bit of not um, taking advantage of things. Um, I still remember our head coach coming up to us in the dugout before my last game and asked me, do you want to play first base or do you want to DH? And I and I made the promise to myself once I regathered my thoughts after my first two years, and my mindset was, I don't care how I'm feeling, if I'm hurting, sick, having a bad day, over for my last 50, like I am playing. Because I got to the point my first two years where, hey, we're in a long trip in Arizona, I got three more years ahead of me, I'll take this doubleheader off because because I'm a college played baseball player and I can do that and I know I'll I'll be in the lineup tomorrow. Yep. And I made that promise to myself after my sophomore year that I was going to play no matter what. And the first when he first asked me, "Do you want to DH or play first base?" I still my first instinct, I still remember the thought was, "I'll take the easier route. I'm I'm going to DH today." And I remember catching myself like no, like I'm playing first base, Jimmy. It's my last right. game. But my first thought was, yeah, I'm going to take the easy way out. But I regathered my thoughts, remembered the promise that I gave myself after my first two years that I was playing no matter what. That's awesome. And that's exactly how you should approach it. Uh, so many players in, in the game of baseball get to experience failure, and we'll always talk about that as a topic on this show. But uh, if you've ever given away in at bat, uh, it'd be interesting to hear your take on life now. Like, Anybody we know who's who's gone through this and experienced this, they're probably stronger because of it, and they've probably experienced things that other people haven't, um, but they're just not out there sharing their stories about it. And so for the high school kids who go about experiencing these things, uh, for the young professionals who go about their job thinking that they're just going to take home a paycheck, uh, and even for the people who are close to retirement or people who are uh, maybe even struggling with the idea of like, you know what is there? What 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 is the purpose anymore of doing all this? Like when you look back at it all, I hope it's worth it. I really do. I hope your experiences that you've created for yourself in life are worth it. No matter if they seem successful to you, your perception of greatness or, or a perception of whatever is bad, it's yours. And you're the person who has to take advantage of those opportunities, no matter what you do. Please, 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 do not be a warm body filling up space, collecting a paycheck every other Friday. You should work in that organization as if you are the sole leader, sole owner of that organization. And when you leave, say in two years or 
50 years from that organization, that organization should be better off and there should be material things of that, that you left behind, not just you filling up space, collecting a paycheck every other week. Why do you think people, to get into a side conversation here, Jake, why do you think people uh, struggle with the idea of giving things away for free or giving, just giving a day away? Why people are scared to give away give away a day? Yeah, like why why would I just go and be a warm body? Like that sounds I think, pretty easy. I think I think right? a lot of people do that. I think there's tons and tons and tons of people that have hit like a point in their life. Like I've learned enough, I've tried enough, I've worked hard enough, I've gone to school, I've grown a family. I should just have to go to work for eight hours and collect a paycheck rather than truly trying to make a difference. Whether that is being creative, innovative, helping out a teammate, um, making a phone call, whatever that is, um, but I don't, I don't know why people have that mindset, Nolan. And I wish I knew the answer. To me, it's just being, it's easy. <laughs> like, it's always easy to take, you know, the shorter, the shorter road. The, you know, and they don't want to experience the failure. Or maybe they have the best, the best times that I have, I've had in my life. It's because I went out and did something totally random and experienced it. And a great example I always give is I like to dance. Okay, I'm not the best dancer in the world. I'm not the coolest dancer in the world. In fact, I'm probably pretty good. I like to make fun of myself though. Like, I'm okay with allowing myself to just be free inside my body and not allowing what other people like think of me in some sense. So as as I'm giving things away, like. I'm just allowing my body to be relaxed in this idea of, you know, this is who I am today. This is who I am in this experience right now. And this is, this is what I have to offer to this world. There's, there's nothing more, nothing less that I can do. Um, I, I choose not to make a huge impact on the world that like is going to cure world hunger or is going to solve everybody's problems. But what I can do today hopefully helps one or two people. And in turn, that is going to provide me purpose and meaningness and happiness. And that is what I'm going to get out of my at-bat today. That is what's going to provide me with a, a life of fulfillment and enjoyment. And in turn, it's going to give me promotions, jobs, more money. All those perceived of, of what success is naturally comes. That That's the solution to me. Now, may I, I'm only 23. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. But I'm going to do what I know how to do at the end of the day. That is my at-bat. That is me not giving away an at-bat. I absolutely love how you gave the analogy of an at-bat as in a day. I mean, that's how I take it. I, I haven't said it yet during, during this episode, but every single day is one at-bat closer to you finishing off your career. And when you look back, how do you want your career slash life uh, to, be, to be remembered? And do you want to be satisfied or wish that you would have gave a little more attention to detail, a little more focus, a little more giving, a little more thankfulness, a little more gratitude, a little more whatever Mm -hmm. other word you can think of. Absolutely. With that, we want to thank you for listening to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. We're here training our minds and bodies every single day with intention, purpose, and urgency. And our goal is to provide you with perspective. If you have questions, we've created a website now that provides you with information Uh, We're trying to develop some sort of curriculum and some ideas around this. Uh, Visit thenextgenleader.com if you want to find out more. 
or you can email us at nolan.nextgen at gmail.com. Again, this podcast is going to have interviews with former baseball players, high school, college, professional, wherever we can find them. I even have a couple World Series uh, winners lined up, which will be really fun episodes. We're very grateful that you tuned in today, uh, and have a great rest of your night. Thank you for listening.